So, we <clears throat> we're going to continue tonight with the count in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that they blew Shai for every day in the Beis Hamikdash in series of three. So we said the minimum is twenty-one, the maximum is forty-eight. That's counting each one as a separate blow. If you count the unit as one, then you're a Yehuda, and it's seven and sixteen. But really, that's the same thing. Seven times three is twenty-one. Sixteen times three is forty-eight. It's the same thing, and it sounds the same. It looks the same. The question is how you label it. Do you label each group of three as three, or do you label each group of one as one? So that's the Mishnah. And the Mishnah said that that um, the way that we achieve the 48 was, and this is you know just a good good way to go over it, this is way we know all the keys we're dealing with. The way to achieve 48 is we'll start with the regular day, three for opening the gates. Nine per tumid, which is 18, so that's a total of 21. On Fridays, you'd add six, three to stop them from doing malacha, three to tell you Shabbos is mamish here. That is 27. 26 plus six, 27. And then we added another nine for a musaf because it's chalamayid. So there's a nine for the musaf. That is 36. And then there are 12 for the different stages of the Nisa Hamayim. So on Friday of Cholamayim Sukkis, with Nisa Hamayim and Friday and Cholamayim and everything, you had the grand total of 48. So that, at this point, is the total universe of Tkiyas that you can deal with. And, you know, if you have any fraction thereof, so if it's a Friday, you have certain fractions. If it's a regular Rish Chedish, you have other fractions. If it's a Yont, if you have other fractions. And we're going to continue dealing with those numbers tonight. What's the point in blowing the Shaifer? In other words, they used to blow a Shaifer for Rosh Hashanah, obviously. Marat Pachuba, Tanah Molchama, also over here. So this, so depending on which, most of them, most, meaning, there's Gemara and Zvachim, have it a couple times in Zvachim, forgot what that, but that there's several dinim in a carbon, in carbon, of El Bashir, this is to fulfill the Chiyav HaTairah of Shir by a carbon, most of this. This Hamayim is a little different, but that's for Simcha, it's to enhance Simcha, it's instruments. It is, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with it. I'm yeah. saying the is something that's usually the No, I'm not talking about which like instrument you use. I'm talking about what you do. Yeah. Shaif Shal'ayl is different. For Shana, yeah, that's different. Yeah. So there's such a thing as a true Nikio for a Khatsar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, says the Gemara, Ki Asur smack in the middle of Lundal. Ki Asur of Achabrachanina Mejraima. Where Rav Acham Rav Chanina came from the south, I see he brought Masnisa Biyade, a brice in his hand, and he made the following chiddush in this sugya. It says in the Torah, "V'chol bnei Aaron, oh sorry, bnei Aaron akehanim, the kehanim yiskau b'chatzaytrus, will blow with chatzaytrus." Now, Shane Tom Lemer yisko. You didn't have to tell me they blow. The passage before that says what they do. Shekvar namer uskate bechad 
it already says you blew with chatzaytzers. Why again does it have to say what you do with the chatzaytzers? Forget the fact that, I mean, there's not much you could do with the chatzaytzers besides blowing. Beside that, the Torah said already, you blow the chatzaytzers. So why does it have to say another lashon of tekiah? What is being added by this extra lashon of tekiah? Says the Gemara, says this Brisa, Hakol lefi hamusafin taiken. We blow for each musaf. Well, well, we know that. We said it's an extra nine for musaf. Says Gemara, no, no, no. He's saying more than that. Says the Gemara, Hutanila. He learned this brisa. Who Amrlan? He's going to explain it. Loimar. This addition is to tell you shetaiken al kol musaf umusaf that you could blow for each musaf. So for instance, so we said on a regular day is 21. Three plus nine plus nine. Shabbos, you add another nine for the carbon musaf. You get a total of seven added to the 21. You get a total of 30. How about Shabbos Rish Chaydesh? So is that a musaf day? In which case you stick with 30. Or do you get 18? Because there's two musafs. Do you blow an additional nine per musaf? Or do you blow nine because there is any musaf? He's saying no. There's an extra yisko in the Torah. There's an extra word that you blow, the chatzaytzers, in the Torah, to tell you that each and every musaf gets its own nine extra sounds. So for instance, Shabbos and Rosh Chaydesh, so you would have... 39 tkiyas on Shabbos Rosh Chaydesh. How so? 3 for opening the charm, 9 for Tavosh HaShachar, 9 for Tavosh HaBarabayim, that's 21. 9 for Shabbos Musaf, that is 30. And 9 for Rosh Chaydesh Musaf, that's 39. He's coming to tell me you get an additional 9, not because there is a Musaf, but rather per Musaf. Every single carbon Musaf gets its own 9. Says the Gemara. Okay. So, this new Chiddush should affect some calculations. Let's see. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah. Erev Shabbos Shabbosechachad. If Erev Shabbos, the best day, the 48th day, how do you get 48? Then you have a Friday during Sukkis. Hayusham Memches. Says more, what are you talking about? Vimisa. And if you're what you're t- <clears throat> what you're telling me is true, there's a better way to get a higher number. You thought 48's the best day. Forget Friday. Friday just gets you six extra. Because Friday gets you the three tkiyas to tell people to stop working, and three tkiyas to tell you when Shabbos starts. So Friday, you think Friday's a cool day? Because you get six? Make it Shabbos during Sukkot. Then you get nine extra. So you can have 51. I'll go through Cheshmer in a second. If what you're saying is true, that every single Musaf warrants its own nine, every single Musaf warrants an additional nine, then you should have told me you want the record-setting day? You want the day that all the stars are aligned? 
then that day would be not Friday during Sukkot because of the six extra. Shabbos during Sukkot because of the nine extra. Let's do the figure. How do you get 51? How do you get 51? Three for opening the gates. Nine for Tamachal Shachar, nine for Tamachal Barabayim, that's 21. Nine for Musaf of Chalamoid, that's 30. Nine for Shabbos, that's 39. Plus 12 for the, you know, all the Nisachamayim stuff. So 39 plus 12 equals 51. So why are you trying to say the best day, the most key day would be a Friday during Sukkot? Is that 52? 51. 39 plus 12? 39 plus 12. Oh, 51. 51. Yeah, yeah, you lost one of the 39. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to rewind the tape and start again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... The race. True Thomas. So the Kiddush we start with tonight is that it's not that you blow nine because there's a Mosef, you blow nine per Mosef. That's the thing we do. We'll see if it's true or not. So you're saying, so Lamashal said, like, classic, it, for Shabbos, for Shabbos. So you get 39 keys, you know, three for the morning, nine for Shabbos, nine for Shabbos, nine for Shabbos, 21, plus nine for regular Shabbos, that's 30, plus nine for the extra Mosef. That's his Chedish. Each Mosef gets on nine. So when it says, then, then the record day shouldn't be 48, which is a Friday, which you add six because of Friday, do a Shabbos and add nine because of Shabbos. Says the Gemara, um, uh, good point, but our Abzer Lefishen taken the Psichashar Bishabbos. You don't remember we said way back in the day they didn't bring the water on Shabbos. That's carrying. They had it in the Azar from Friday. <laughs> so all the tkiyas that were associated with the procession of bringing the water, which is twelve tkiyas, you didn't have on Shabbos. So yeah, you add nine, but you lose 12. So that's mamish Bechal, not a record-setting day. You're much better off going for a weekday on Sukkot when they have the 12. Now this is like the world's <coughs> biggest um, like answer. Like, you know, he like shut him up. In fact, all of the Farshim deal with like, what were you thinking? Because you're basing 12 because of... Cause of um, and it's Chamayim. Forget whether or not they would blow the key. They don't do the procession. So why would they blow? It's like this answer is like you're dead wrong. Like what a bad kasha. They say like you know like you know pelush terutzim, but like it's like you know what were you thinking? How come Rashi doesn't say that? Rashi just says sheina mitzvah and therefore they don't they don't do it. Yeah, good kasha. Good kasha. But I mean it's a true fact what I'm saying. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, and we didn't do the whole thing on Shabbos from Brian Nazar. Someone says like the Rambam, the, the, the Rambam says like a Lashen. The Rambam says a Lashen. That the Tkiyas by the filling weren't a din in the procession, it was a din in the Avaida. So you could do it even though it was in the Azar. Someone wants to say like Azar Tarth. But like, you know, that's already, you know, Lambdish. <laughs> okay. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. You're wrong. I'm not, you're, you're wrong in many counts. Amar Rava says Rava, man ha, who is this? That doesn't care for flour. Which means when you take wheat and you grind it, so you're gonna get a lot of byproducts. You get like germ, and you get like whole wheat, you get all like that, like whole grain, all that stuff they sell in Trader Joe's. And then at the end you get like white flour. So now 
if you're like a feinschmecker, your goal of sifting this wheat is to get white flour. So he like told him like, you might have missed the boat. You're like a guy that's, that grinds wheat and sifts it and takes all the other stuff and not the flour. Ma'an ha, who is this lechash lekimcha that doesn't care about flour? Well, I mean, you, you, you did all this work, you harvested the wheat and ground it <laughs> to get germ, to get like chaff. You missed the boat. First of all, First of all, you're wrong. It says every day of Sukkot they blew twelve tekiyos for the for the. Um, uh, it says it says they blew every day of Sukkot for the nisachamayim. Uh, every single day. So, so once um, once 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 One second, I, I, I didn't read this straight. Um, I was there for you to take me to Sharm Shabbos. I, I said the wrong thing. We're going to get there in a second. I said the wrong Gemara. I said the wrong Gemara. The Gemara answers a different thing. I'm sorry, I, I skipped. Says the Gemara, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I skipped. Says the Gemara, a very simple answer. Gemara says, you know why we didn't, I'm sorry, let me, whenever you say something right, I'm going to have to backtrack. Um, like this. The Gemara asked, why are you saying a Friday during Yom Tif to get the biggest number of 48? Say a Shabbos during Yom Tif, you'll get 51. Says the Gemara, on Shabbos they didn't blow for the opening of the Sha'ar. Says the Gemara, Amr Abzeira, Lefishay Taikin Lepsicha Sha'ar in Shabbos. They didn't blow for the opening of the gates on Shabbos. So then, okay, so Shabbos is 48. Because even though you gain three because of the Musaf, you lose three because they don't blow for the gates. To which the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Who, who's this that doesn't know how to learn? Chana, first of all, first of all, it says every day. It says in the Mishnah, every day of the year they blew three tekiahs for the opening of the gates. And you're coming along and saying, no, except Shabbos. That's not what it says in the Mishnah. And Mishnah, it sure sounds like they did it on Shabbos. So that is issue number one. And issue number two, let's say you'd be right. That on Shabbos, they don't blow for the opening of the gates. So you still have 48. So why are you saying the only example of 48 is Friday of Sukkot? Shabbos of Sukkot is also a 48 day. Says the Gemara, Va'oi, Inami, worst case scenario. Let's say you're right, and they don't blow three for the opening of the gates on Shabbos. So at least they're equal. Friday during Sukkot gets you 48 because you have the 12 of the, you have the 12 of the blowing of the, um, the 12 for the, the Nisachamayim plus three of the opening of the gates. Shabbos, you have 48 because you have a Musaf even though you don't have the opening of the gates. Why don't you at least say both of them? And each one of these is very informative. Each. Huh? Exactly. So I'm losing six, but I'm gaining nine. Or actually, I'm losing nine, but gaining nine. Shabbos during. Shabbos. Friday. How do you have the same 48? From Friday to Shabbos. You ready? 
<laughs> Friday is three for the opening of the gates, 18 for Tamidim, that's 21. Nine for Musaf of Cholamai, that's 30. Uh, six for Bittu Malacha, that's 36. And 12 for the Yisaf Hamayim procession, that's 48. Okay? Shabbish of Chachag, even on your assumption that they don't blow for the opening of the gates. So you have nine for Tam Shachar, nine for Tam Shabbat Rabbayim, that's 18. Nine for Musaf of Shabbos, that's 30, that's 27. Nine for Musaf of Sukkot, that's 36. Plus, plus the 12 of Yisachamayim, that's 48. So you have the same 48. So says the Gemara, and each one of these, and you're telling me, who cares? Once you've got a 48 one way, just say one. No, because each one of these is very informative. One from what we did last night and one from what we did tonight. You would see, you would hear from here two chedushim. By saying you only have 48 on a regular day of Chalamay, it would tell me like we said yesterday. Remember yesterday we asked, how come it doesn't say blowing for the, 12, the 10th step? So we said, there's a maximum of 12. Either you blow by the 10th step or you blow on top of the Mizbech. So it's very important to say 48 on Friday to tell me there's a maximum of 12. Either you get 48 by the 10th step, or you get 48 on top of the Mizbech, but it's important to say you only have 48. And, and I could tell you this thing about Shabbos. And, and by saying you get 48 on Shabbos, we have this whole Chiddush we learned tonight, that each Musaf gets its own, gets its own nine. So says the Gemara, you're in trouble. If your Chiddush is true, that each Musaf gets its own nine, why did it only say Friday of Cholomite Sukkis? Why didn't it say Shabbos of Cholomite Sukkis as well? Now says the Gemara, my answer, the answer we said before, Elo Marova, Lefishet Teken Lemilia Mayim B'Shabbos, Debatri Tuva. Because we don't blow for any of the Nisach procession, so you minus 12, so you're way down. So the whole thing is not a good suggestion. You're nowhere near 48. You want to know why I didn't I'm right. I'm right. You do blow a new nine for each Musaf every time. So Shabbos or Shabbos, you get nine and nine. You blow for each Musaf. So why isn't Shabbos 48? Because you lose the 12 of Nisach Because they didn't carry on Shabbos. So there wasn't any procession. So since you lose that 12, Shabbos is never going to be a big day. Shabbos, you lose the 12. So even though you may gain nine for the Musaf, and you may even be correct that they do or don't blow by Psich HaShara, but you, lo- you lose the, the 12 of Nisach <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I really want to go back to but I feel bad that I messed up everyone's mind. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> by messing. Terrible. Yeah. Okay, so let's do the next question. So, Marcia, okay, if you're right that each Muslim gets its own nine, so I have another way to get 48. Velisni Nami. Rosh Hashanah Shechalias B'Shabbos. Rosh Hashanah, I'll spare you the Nusach, but it starts with Mehilvad. Milvad Eilas HaChodesh Umen Chasa Umilvad Alenu. Right? So if you remember, Rosh Hashanah is a special day. It's a Yontif and it's a Rosh Chodesh. If Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, 
you have 27, according to your Kiddush, you have 27 Tekiyas just based on Musafim. And it's a regular day, so you have 21. Every day is 21. What's 21 plus 27? 48. Huh? There's no Mishamayim. But in other words, I have another, no, we dropped that. We didn't need to say that. In the, in the morning. Sharm, no, we dropped that. No, we only needed that. Why I didn't say Shabbos mm-hmm. in Mishnah, but now that I dropped the Nisachamayim on Shabbos, so I dropped. So no. This doesn't come out every year, though, I guess. Uh, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. It comes out a very, you know, it's like it should come out. And in all this, it came out exactly even. It was random. But nowadays, it should come out six, seven, uh, 12% of the time. It does. It's much more. Mm-hmm. Because of what I had to rush. But that's not in those days. You know, Shabbos, Shabbos Rosh Hashanah is the most popular time for Rosh Hashanah. You know, if you go through the, the calendar... It's very, it happens very often. Yeah, yeah. But we haven't had it for the last, though. Yeah, last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. You were busy having this terrible one. Sunday, or beyond the yeah. two days younger. <laughs> Shabbos Rosh Hashanah is no good. Yeah, for that, yeah. It depends what your anchor and you is over here. You're worried about losing work? You're worried about your wife cooking? You're worried about, worried about the island. You're worried about the island. Right, right. You protect the Yeah, pressure. Yeah. <laughs> so, like this. It's the ultra. It's the ultra. Yeah. So, says the Gemara, your only formula to get to 48 was Friday Cholamite Sukkis. I have a much easier way to get to 48. Rosh Hashanah, Chalitz B'Shabbos. Automatic 48. 21 of a regular day, and 27 because of three Musafim, if you're correct. You said that every Musaf gets its own nine, then why did the Mishnah use this formula to get to 48? Says the Gemara, listing Nami, Rosh Hashanah, Chalitz B'Shabbos. Daha'ika, Talasa Musafim. There's three carbon Musafs. Musaf to Rosh That's one. Musaf to Rosh That's two. Musaf to Shabbos. So why, in, if you're correct, I mean, I'm thinking you're not correct, that's why I didn't say that. But according to you that you're correct, if you're correct, that each Musaf gets its own nine, why did the Mishnah have to use Friday Cholamai to get the 48? Why didn't it use Shabbos Rosh Hashanah to get the 48? The says, no. Arab Shabbos Shabbos Sechachag, it's Drichle Lashminah. No, you know why we specifically picked you know why we specifically picked Friday of Cholmite? To tell you that there's a maximum of 12 tekiyas. Which means, like we said last night, there's only 12 associated with Nisa Chamayim. Either you have the ones on top of the Mizbech and you don't have the 10th step, or you have the 10th step and you don't have the one on top of the Mizbech, but not both. So I need to tell you 48 by Nisachamayim in order to tell you there's a maximum of 12, no more. So the Gemara says, Did I tell you to say only one and not the other? Say both. Which means, okay, fine, you're right. It's very important to tell me the case of Friday Cholamayim to tell me there's a maximum of 12. So say both. So say both. This is where you're right. Could have said both. Ton of a sheer. It left over. It left out. It left over. You're right. Could have said two. Instead it said one. We'll do the rest tomorrow.
So, we're still in the middle of discussing, since it's a long time, all the possibilities of 48 Tekiyas and the background theme, the underlying theme that we're, that we're trying to prove or disprove. Even though we seemed to settle it last night, we're going to get back into it tonight, is this new proposition that perhaps every single Musaf gets its own nine. It's not that you blow nine because there's Musaf, you blow nine per Musaf, which seemed to be settled law last night. Um, that will come into question later today. More specifically, what we're in the middle of is a question on the Mishnah. The Mishnah seemed to say the maximum possibility of Tekiyas is 48, which our Mishnah said could happen on Friday, Cholamayit Sukkis. The Gemara said it could perhaps happen also on Pesach, on Erev Pesach, I'm sorry. And like Rabbi Yehuda, Erev Pesach that fell out on Friday. So there are other possibilities, but 48 seemed to be the limit. The Gemara asked last night, no, it's not. You could have much more. Erev Pesach, Chalayat, could either be 51 or 57, depending on how much halal they read. And that was the kasha last night. To which the Gemara answered, well, Erev Pesach, Chalayat, is so infrequent, it doesn't, I forget, infrequent, it doesn't happen every year. So we don't have to discuss, yeah, is there in the universe a possibility of more than 48? Yes. There's a possibility of more than 48, but is it prevalent at all? No, no, it's a once in several year possibility. To which the Gemara asked the Kasha, which we're going to pick up in the middle of tonight. The Gemara asked, yeah, you don't say in the Mishnah things that don't happen every year. Well, your case of 48 is a Friday of Cholomite Sukkis. Does Chalmetzukas have a Friday every year? Chalmetzukas says, well, it has most years because there are six days of, there are six days of uh, Sukkis. Right? It's like, you know, play Russian roulette. You have six bullets out of seven. You, you know, it's going to happen most times, but still, it's not every time. So what's the case that it won't happen? <clears throat> if the first day of Sukkis is a Friday, then there'll be no Friday Chalmetzukas says the Gemara, there's never a case of Friday Sukkot. Never a case of Friday Sukkot. Really? Really? It's random. Well, no. There's, if there's, no, there's always a case of Friday Cholomoy. Because the only case that there's no Friday Cholomoy is if there's Friday Sukkot, and there's never Friday Sukkot, which guarantees always Friday Cholomoy. Now someone says, well, one thing. I mean, we didn't read the Gemara yet, and this is all, like, you know, unsaid. The says, what you, how could you say that? It's random. There's no controlled calendar. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. <coughs> Says the Gemara. We'll start again. Atu Erev Shabbos is smack in the middle of the page. Atu Erev Shabbos, Shabbos, Really? Friday 
Cholamayit as during Sukkot. Mi'isa b'chol shana. Does that happen every year? Zimnan d'leimishkachas. Like, you get every year it doesn't happen. Really? Well, the six days of Cholamayit, so you're going to get most of the days in. So we're going to say, hey, Chidami, what's the case that you won't have a Friday Cholamayit? That the first day of Sukkot is Erev Shabbos. Says the more, we will never allow that to happen. When Yantav Rishon, when the first day of Sukkot will fall out on a Friday, we will push it off. Well, first of all, how do you push it off? I sit here in a trailer next to some crazy guys for many years. Um, <laughs> How do, you, how do you push off Rish Chaydash? Very simple. Chazal see, like the rabbi saw, if the Adem come on time, if the Adem come on time, it's going to be a Friday Rosh Hashanah, which means it'll be a Friday Sukkot. So you know what the Adem, so you know what the rabbis did? on the day that the Edom were supposed to come in Rish Chedesh El or Rish Chedesh Tishrei, whichever one they wanted. And they saw that it would be a Friday Cholomai, a Friday first day of Sukkot. They put a sign on the door out for lunch. So the Edom come on the door. You know, you've all been there. You're not in the office. You're like, you're like, you try to look Is like anyone in there? And like, you bang, is the light on? Did I just see the door open in the back? And like, you know, then you go away, you know, you go to one area, you go to the bank and the director. Then you come back, and like, I can't say, the Dayanim are nowhere to be found. So if the Dayanim don't ever mechabalate this, then the Dayanim don't mechabalate this, and then no one's going to say Makudish. And by default, the next day will be Rosh Hashanah, or Rosh Hashanah, voila. No Friday circus. Oh, now why, why would they not want Friday Roshan, which means Friday circus? Because if circus falls out on a Friday, that means Yom Kippur fell out on a Sunday. Now, what's wrong with Yom Kippur falling out on a Sunday? Not what you think. You know, you can eat an air of Yom Kippur; it's all good. Chazal, this is going to sound funny to us, could not imagine the specter of having a two-day yantif. It's You can't deal with a two-day yantif. Why? Because let's say a guy dies Friday night. So he's muktzah. So you leave him whole Friday night, whole Shabbos. It's already getting smelly in the house. It's already getting itchy. So at least you can bury him on Shabbos, or maybe early Sunday morning. No, nope. two-day Yantif, Yom Kippur Sunday, you can't bury him. That is untenable. It's untenable to have two days in a row of Shabbos or Yantif, and therefore we can't have it. Another, another problem, that's called Mishum Mesaya. Those of you that are doing Dafyayim, you'll get there in like 10 days, tomorrow's going to discuss this. Mishum Mesaya, because of the dead. It's untenable to have a two-day Yantif. Why, 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 why Yom Kippur? If you make it on Fridays, so, <laughs> at first, so it's Friday, Shabbos, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur. Right, so that's why we won't make it. Oh, Yom Kippur's first. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, Mishum which means a farmer has to be on call, and like he has to see that his vegetables are tended to at the right time. You don't want to take them off the vine too early, then you're going to have like green tomatoes. You don't want to leave them on the vine too long, then you're going to have 
Echi tomatoes. So you have to watch it. So one day is okay. So let's say, you know, the guy's walking to Shul. He really shouldn't be looking, but he looks at the So he goes to Shul, and then the minute after Abdullah, he has his kids out there picking tomatoes. Or early Sunday morning, he picks tomatoes. But two days, Mishum Yarka, Mishum Yarka, the vegetables are going to get ruined. So because of a two-day Yontif, we don't want Mishum Mesayu, Mishum Yarka. Well, Rosh Hashanah is two days. Rosh wouldn't be two days. It would be, I mean, it would, it, in those days, Rosh is only one day. I thought even in Israel, it's two days Rosh Only <clears throat> later. Uh, you know, and it depends where the... Sh- <laughs> so they would push off that there should be no Tkia Shafer. It's it's not that there's no tikkun shayfer. It's not it's not. It's not allowed to be on Friday. It's be on Shabbos. Yes, they did. We had that before. <clears throat> I understand that, but I'm saying this is he's saying now there's only one day. This was in the Gantz, and he's saying because of because yeah, they they but they blew so shayfer on Shabbos. Why weren't why weren't the chachamim worried about Yarkasol nowadays? Oh, sorry. We'll see. Even in Argamar, you know, it's like it's not as dire as it sounds. Like, you know, all the people say reason to... That's, that's why this sheet, the hell not. We'll see. We'll see. Get our one. Don't worry, I won't say if you ask more cash about the bomb chamber. I won't say anything. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Rosh Hashanah, the fell on Shabbos. And the Mikdash is still blue shite. Yeah, and in Shul. The Medina. That's why after the fifth parent, Chazar. Yeah. Don't worry. I forgot also to you asked it. <laughs> says, this is the whole idea of the, this is the whole idea of the, of the, uh, <laughs> the they, them just deciding not to show up. It's, I'm saying it, it, it schmecks of I don't know. It's a little. Uh, it's a little Lakewood Township. <laughs> I'm saying okay, it's like we do this a lot, you know, but just no yeah, one to show up. So they, they had an interest, and like it was all legal. We didn't squash evidence. You need me to say Makudish, and I ain't. That was a BT that would be really rubbed me the wrong way. Well, Hashem. <laughs> says, says the Gemara. No, I was to explain it. <laughs> they were also concerned that the people shouldn't come and have to, you know, someone else came. There was, so now they wouldn't be concerned that the guy's going to come all the way and Bezin's nowhere in sight. The, the greater imperative in this case, yeah, in other words, all these things are niceties. On a, on a, all things being equal, we give you prime rib when you come for Apis. Well, all things not being equal, I can't have you know Saul Levinson being like overstacked on, on Monday morning. You know, so that's more all things being equal. And you're still gonna get the same Right. Yeah, no, so we'll put you up in the hill overnight. And that's answer to your cash also. The, the, I'll explain it to you, there's a greater good. Says the Gemara. Do what the, no, no, you're averaging like, why, why, where are they? Yeah, yeah, like, Jesus, guys are freshers, and then they come back to the same guy. Anyway, says the Gemara. Ki mekalin and yon tefrish and barav shabbos madchi dachinun, they push it off, and we explained how. My time, huh? What's so bad if the first day of Sukkot falls out on Friday? Because Kevon the Ikla Yantif Harishin Shalchag Lies Barav Shabbos, if the first day of Sukkot would fall out on Friday, Yom Kippur Emes Have, when would Yom Kippur be? 
Bechad b'shabes on Sunday, hilkuch tachinale. Therefore, we push it off. So the Gemara's answer is beautiful. Yes, I'm correct. The reason we didn't say Arab Pesach Shechali is Peshavis is because it doesn't happen every year. Ah, what about the 48 of Friday Chalabay? It happens every year. Really? What's it? First day of Yantav is Friday. Never happens. This is more really? Really? Do we always push off Rosh Chodesh to control Yom Kippur? I'm going to show you now two Mishnayis that have Yom Kippur together with Shabbos. I'm going to show you now two Mishnayis that have Yom Kippur together with Shabbos. And therefore you're wrong. You see, we made no effort to push off Rosh Chodesh to prevent Yom Kippur from being together with Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Vatana. The Gemara is like this. It's a mission. Chel be Shabbos craven Let's say it was Shabbos and you bring the carbon musaf and it was like, uh, you know, things were backed up in the base Hamikdash. Didn't happen quickly enough. You didn't bring the chalavim, the parts of the carbon, onto the Mizbeach on Shabbos. Well, normally it's no problem. You have the whole night afterwards. But this year, What's Matzah Shabbos? Yom Kippur. So what do I do with these halavim? What do I do with these parts of the carbon? Says the Mishnah, no problem. Bring them on Yom Kippur. You're allowed to do a malacha on Yom Kippur because you're allowed to bring the halavim of the carbon the next night. So that's the specific din. But what we're most interested in is that it happened. Yom Kippur was the day after Shabbos. And number two, another b'risa, Another brisa. V'omer of Zerikiyavina be Rav bebavel. When we were in the yeshiva of Rav and Bavel, Havomer he would say, "Hadetanya." The following brisa that we learned: Yem Kippurim Shechaliyes Erev Shabbos. If Yem Kippur would be Friday, which means you'd have Yem Kippur then Shabbos, why are you taking? They wouldn't blow Shafer to stop the um from doing malach because there's no need to. It was already Yom Kippur, so they weren't doing any work. Uba Matzi Shabbos, and a Matzi Shabbos, if Yom Kippur fell to be a Matzi Shabbos, they would not make Havdalah. Because you only make Havdalah when you're going down in Kedusha. So if, let's say, it's Shabbos going into Yantif, so we make Havdalah. We make Havdal when you're going down in Kedusha. But Yom Kippur and Shabbos are equal. So if Shabbos goes into Yom Kippur, you won't make Havdal. So these are two dinim that are Negea when Yom Kippur and Shabbos are next to each other. We don't blow the Shepherd to stop the people from doing Malacha, and we don't make Yom Kippur. So when I was by Rav and Bavel, Right, Havdal. When I was by Rav in Bavel, he said, Divrei Hakol, that price is unanimous. He sleeps Lahasam when I went to Eretz Yisrael, and I wasn't learning by Rav anymore. Ashkechisi l'Reb Yehuda b'Reid l'Reb Shimon ben Pazi. I went to the Yeshiva of Yehuda b'Reid l'Reb Pazi. Diyasi v'kam Kiva. He said, it's not unanimous, it's Reb Kiva. So I have two versions, if that's unanimous or it's subject to a machlekes, but that's about what you do. Whether or not it could happen, it could for sure happen. 
So here, I showed you two brises that deal with the eventuality, the situation of Yom Kippur and Shabbos being together. So you just told me, if you'll ever have Yom um, Sukkot on a Friday, we'll push it off because we don't want Yom Kippur next to Shabbos. No, we won't. We just had two brises that had Yom Kippur and Shabbos right next to each other. Says the, says the Gemara, Loi Kasha. Not sure. Harabonon Hoacherbi. There's a machlekes. It's a big, big machlekes if we manipulate the calendar. The Rabbonon hold we manipulate the calendar. And the Rabbonon hold that, like, you know, I, you know, I have all these valves to let pressure out or increase pressure, I can play with the calendar. If I see there's going to be this, I add an extra day to this month. If I see there's going to be that, I add an extra day to that month. The Rabbonon sheet is you play with the calendar. Acherim Shita is the calendar is never, the calendar is infallible. The calendar is inviolate, is the right word. You do not play with the calendar. So, let's just, before we show that this is a machalik, let's just work out the subject. So, I'm still good. I'm still good. I told, you asked me, why didn't I say our pace of Christ? Oh, I don't say things that happen once in a while. I only say things that happen every year. Yeah? Does there, does Sukkot Never fall out on a Friday, which means there'll be no Friday column. No, never falls out on Friday. If it never falls out on Friday, I'm going to push it off. That is validated. That's the Rabbanan Shita. Ah, you showed me Mishnayis that say the Yom Kippur does fall out after Shabbos. Yeah. That's the Shita of Acherim. That's the Shita of Acherim that the calendar is never, ever, ever, ever played with. And everything comes out exactly equal. How do we know this? Titania. Acherim said, you take any date on the calendar, for instance, there's no difference in Shavuos this year and Shavuos next year. Or for instance, there's no difference in Rosh Hashanah this year and Rosh Hashanah next year, except four days. Why? Because if the calendar never changes, there will be six 29-day months, or six, there'll be 12 29-and-a-half-day months. So obviously that will come out, some days we'll keep 30, some days we'll keep 29, because the new moon reappears every 29-and-a-half days. So if you multiply 29.5 times 12, you get 354. That's it. Never playing around with it. Now, if every year is 354 days, so a week is seven, it's divisible by 350. It's 50 weeks. So 50 weeks, right, seven times uh, five is, uh, seven times five is 35, add a zero, 350. So there's 350 days are clean weeks then there's four days that ruin your week. So those four days are extra. So for Shoshana, came out this year on a Sunday. So you had 350 days, that's a Sunday. Then you had four more days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It comes out four days later. You had Shavuos, 350 days plus four, it's four days later. And... Plus like a couple of it's gonna, uh, 
enough. Yeah, but they're not enough to make a difference except every like many, 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 many years. But like just for like like many years you can be saying that everything's fine. But no, the point is, uh, aren't you sometimes gonna play around with it? Which means aggregate it'll all come out equal. But you can play around with it for a long time until it hurts you. Where you like you could borrow a little until you get messed up. Like like us. Nope, nope, we do it all the time. You ever listen to the Mailud? I don't know if um, in this Chesed Shemais they announce it in Yiddish, but. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Very smooth. Very smooth. You're the Mailud announcer. <laughs> didn't sleep in the free market, yeah? So you ever notice the Mailud could be up to two days off from Rosh Chodesh? That's because we played around. What do you mean it's two? That's not when the new moon is. The new moon is like three days for Rosh two and a half days for Rosh Chodesh. You're allowed that much leeway, that much give much slack in the in the amount you're allowed because of this playing around because of lay a new ration lay by new pesach and lay this and lay that and all the shticks that we need that's us for the calendars right so we don't do this we do not pass like a hair we pass like our bottom we play around all the time the endless obviously the method that we play around with nowadays is easier than the chacham the chacham have to involve the bezden going into hiding we just have like some guy get up and show, and like we say, you know, the Rish Chaydish, the Thomas Yebiyayim Hashlishi, and then the Gabbai got up and said, like, the Melod Vetzayim, you know, Donishtik in the Nach Mittag. Really? That's Thursday afternoon. Actually, they announced the Melod in Yiddish at Rebberger Shul. Really? And then they started translating it. Because people thought it was just a Raven score or something when, when the next game was going to be. <laughs> yes. So, um, according to this, yes. you're saying that yeah. when, when Kaddish Al-Piria doesn't still play, doesn't still have the calculation that we have today. Yeah, they play games. But they, but they had up to two and a half days or three days to... to, to no, the moon is going to come out in one of two days. Right, but you think depending on when the, when the eight comes. Right, right. So if it's a cloudy day, by default, you want to day third. They could come at 29. I mean, you have to... If, the, if, it, if it was a clear day, we don't want it to come at 29. We're going to hide till it comes to day Exactly. Yeah, that's what they would do. That's how you, that's how you play games when you're really the kind of shop here. You just make yourself not around. So when, so when we say that the circus can't come out on a Friday anymore, so that, and because of, you know, because of, we say it's not shy. Right. For that to happen because of your kippers, you know. So we're de- how would that work out? How does that work out? So like this, by Pesach of every year, by Pesach of every year, the calendar is set. So you know the trick at bash gardak. So the first night of Pesach is always going to be what night Tishbav is. Second night of Pesach is going to be what night Shavuos is. Third night of Pesach is going to be what Rosh Hashanah is, which is also what day. Sukkot is going to be, and what Deshmin and Teres is going to be, and the fourth day. This is like just for fun. The fourth day of Pesach says Shana Rabbah, but like you don't need that because it's already because what Sukkot is. So when Pesach comes, you there's no no more room for change. So you got to have all your ducks in line before Pesach. So we do well before Pesach. So what we do is we try to stick to the calendar because we don't we can't get too off. We, the guy will never announce like you know Rishchaydish Thomas Yebi and Rishan and the guy at the middle says you know the middle is going to be Friday you know or Tuesday that that's too far off Wednesday that's too far off. We have two lever months Cheshvan and Kislev, which is why sometimes Rishchaydish Tevis is on the last day of Hanukkah sometimes on the second to last day of Hanukkah. So we have two months. So those two months 
if we want if we want it to be a harem style, smooth, we do one and one. We do one and one. One month mole, one month chaser. If we need to push it ahead, we do two chasers. If we need to hold it back, we do two mollies. So those two months is when we have our our levers to to calm it down. Um, again, it's it's we all know this. You can look in the tour, in that chart in the tour, when it's going to be. But um, that's why there's three kinds of years. If you look in the tour, there's three kinds of years. There's two chasers, two mollies, one and one, and that's the whole way we change it. And then once you know, so you have to extrapolate it out till Pesach how that's going to work. And once Pesach hits, it's all fixed till the next year. Then the next year, you can play around with it again. But those are the two months that we play games with in our calendar. So we, that's how we go like Acherim. That's how we go like the Rabbanon. Acherim would say, no, Cheshven is Malay, Cheshven is Chaser, and because Tishrei is Malay. Uh, there's a rule. All months with Jewish Yom Tevin are Malay. It's easy to remember. And Tishbev counts as Yontif. So, you know, so if you go every other month, Tishrei is, Tishrei is Malay, Cheshvan should be chaser, Kisev should be male, Tevis should be chaser, because I started with Tevis. Right? And you know, Shvat has a Yantif, so it's male. I think in general, besides Cheshvan. Yeah, but like that one doesn't count. Tevis doesn't have a Yantif. You're saying Shvat Tevis doesn't count. Yeah, it's not even a fast. Right. And Tom's doesn't have a Yantif. Tishvav is cruel, I might. Cheshvan has nothing, not even a fast. Right. You know, I'm all. Why are those the two months that have the play and all other months have the play? That's a great question. I don't have an answer for that. Um, I mean, so then again, it can happen. Like we could, we could, I could winnow your kasha down to a couple months. From Nissan through Tishrei can't can't be in the game. So it's still here six months. Adar is very complicated to play around with because of Shmuel. You know, and days and Adar. So minus Adar. So that leaves you Chesron Kislev Tevish Shvat. So you want to know why it's Chesron Kislev not Tevish Shvat? That I don't know. That, but those, that's the two consecutive months that don't have something that you could mess it up. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, almost two bishvat. Right, right. The, you know, that's the, uh, that's the, um, the, that that's our two months to do this. That's how we possibly like the rabbana, not like, not like uh, red, not like the acher. End of that kasha. Now back to our sugya. You said that every Musaf, let's do a little more. You said that every Musaf has nine tekiyas. Says the, says the Mishnah, basically. Rishchedesh shechal liyes b'Shabbos. Let's say it's Shabbos Rishchedesh. So, you know, you have to have two kogels if that happens. The, you're supposed to have one kogel per se for terror. So, hello. <laughs> So one kogel, yeah, one kogel per sefer Torah. Yeah, that's even wow. One kogel per sefer Torah. So that way, you know, the, then there's two times you have, three, yeah, there's two times here you have three kogels, and then and then, you know, the Shabbos Hanukkah happens on the on the Shabbos Rishchayidish, and Shkol could come out on Shabbos and Rishchayidish, and Parshas and then on Shabbos Zohar you have four kogels. So, like apple, marin, lakshin, kartoff. But uh, there's an old Yushalayim Raminic. You in? I'm thinking about Simcha's Torah, but everyone's carrying those Torahs around. <laughs> 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 
I don't have a word for that. <laughs> the 90 Google, the 90 yeah. Google shots. Um, <laughs> and at, your wife's supposed to make apple kugel unless you, the maid got it first. Anyway, I can't tell So, Rish Chayish Chaliyetz B'Shabbos. Shir Shal Rish Chayish Deicha Shir Shal Shabbos. Which Shir Shal Yom are they going to sing? Now, here's the problem, because there's only going to be one. So, which Shir are they going to sing on Rish Chayish and Shabbos? Rish Chayish wins. I understand. The whole premise of adding Tkiyas is because we're going to sing both. So there's going to be two Shir Shalyayims, so we're going to have two blowings of the Tkiyas. So what kind of cash is this? What do you mean which one takes precedence? Do both. You anyway have to blow Tkiyas. So the, this question, which one is Deicha which, is a stira to that halacha that says you do both. Says the Gemar V'Isa, Lehmed the Shabbos V'Lehmed the Rish Chedesh. Say both. So then where you're right, it doesn't mean which one's going to knock the other one out. It means which one's first. Amr B'Safra, my Deicha, what does Deicha mean? Deicha Lekade. Which one's going to go first? So where it says, first? We have a rule which one goes first. Ve'ema Tadr V'Shena Tadr Tadr Kaidah. Apply the rule of Tadr V'Shena Tadr Tadr Kaidah. Says the Gemara, no. We're going to one up Tadr V'Shena Tadr Tadr Kaidah. Rabbi Yechanan, Leida Shehukva Rishchadish Bismanai. We break the rule of Tadr V'Shena Tadr Tadr Kaidah. Tadr V'Shena Tadr Tadr Kaidah would have said, say this here, shall you have a Shabbos first? Because there's 52 Shabbos a year and there's only 12 Rishchadishes a year. But in order to publicize that today is a real Rish Chaydish, that Rish Chaydish was Bismanai, we forego Tadr Shayna Tadr Tadr Kaidim and we do the Shir Shalyayim of Rish Chaydish first. When it's correctly all done? Yes, yes. And that's what this Bryson means. This Bryson means, of course, we're going to say both because I'm still right, you blow nine Tikkias per Musaf, so you have a different Shir Shalyayim for both. Which one goes first? The one of Rish Chaydish goes first. Says, okay, fellow Chazar. How many was he in? In, in the olden days, if, if, if it's time perfectly, it could happen every month. 